Welcome to the Y Intercept Podcast, Episode 3. Today I present the first section of an essay called The Two Sides of the Coin. Every other November, the American people march to the polls to determine which party will control the government. It's as if the people throw a huge coin into the air that determines their political fate for the upcoming years. The current GOP Congress is unpopular, so it's likely that Democrats will take control in 2018. The left will soon wear out its political appeal, and control will swing back to the right in an unending political drama. Americans hope that this swinging between the left and right will somehow lead to better governance. But it never does. This is because the two sides of the coin are made of the same metal. No matter which side of the left-right split wins, we will be saddled with an overbearing government and a corrupt financial system. Having watched several of these partisan transitions, I began wondering why the founders created the two-party system in the first place. So I reread the Constitution and the Federalist Papers and, to my great surprise, found no mention of the political parties. Okay, I wasn't that surprised. I already knew that the two-party system is counter to the ideals of the U.S. founders. The founders disliked the factions in Europe. They clearly wanted a government by and for the people. They even went so far as to call legislators representatives, as they hoped legislators would be representative of the people. They would be horrified by this system where a word from a party boss weighs more than a petition from the people. Please, look at today's Congress. My congressman doesn't represent me. Your congressman doesn't represent you. Our congressmen are agents of a political party. They represent the party. The once proud people of the United States no longer have direct representation. The people sit on the sidelines as disenfranchised spectators of a captured political game. This is not what the founders intended. So where did the split come from? The left-right split, which has come to dominate our political and social discourse, was created by a reactionary movement that took place in the generations after the revolution. Both progressivism and conservatism trace back to the Tories. Both of these movements and the underlying structure of partisan discourse were created by people seeking to restore the monarchy. Yes, I know that my claim that the left-right split came from the same source sounds bizarre. The statement is supported by both political history and political theories taught in the modern university. The ruling elite see elections as a danger to their position. Losing an election means losing power. The best way to stay in power is to structure elections so that the ruling elite is still in control regardless of which side wins. One can do this by manufacturing conflicts and feeding the people false dichotomies. The false dichotomies are designed so that the rulers are in charge no matter which party wins the election. The false dichotomy in healthcare is quite clear. The healthcare debate starts with the false premise that healthcare must be provided by a large health pool. The radical left says the pool should be nationalized. The reactionary right says the pool should be controlled by big business. The dialectical center argues that the pool should be controlled by a combination of big business and big government. Please note, in this false dichotomy, the centrist position is actually worse than the extremes, as it combines the worst of both big business and the worst of big government. 
The centrist position on a false dichotomy is as false as the extremes. People wanting to defend liberty should challenge the false assumption, which I will do in a later podcast. When one examines our political landscape, one will find our political leaders systematically feeding us false dichotomies. To defend our leaders, we need to recognize these dichotomies. The first thing we must recognize is that the methods our users use to divide the people are not new. Rulers have been using the same method to divide and conquer the people since antiquity. The reactionary movement that created the left-right split simply reworked the divisive mechanisms that kings used to control the people through the ages. To defend the American system of liberty, I will need to define two terms. I will need a term to describe the ideals and the system of discourse used by the U.S. founders. I will need a second term for the nasty method of discourse developed by the Tories to undermine the American Republic. Let's start with the founders. The U.S. founders had a liberal arts education steeped in classical logic. They fought a revolution to liberate the colonies from the crown. They then applied classical logic to the question of liberty and came up with a constitutionally limited government and a relatively free people. The term associated with this form of thought in the 1800s was liberal. I will use the word classical liberal, which I define as the application of classical logic to the question of liberty. The U.S. founders lived before the age of ideology. They were not trying to create a monolithic system of thought. It appears that they considered their actions to be part of a conversation about liberty that reaches back through antiquity and that they hoped would continue into the future. I will call this discussion about liberty the classical liberal tradition. To be truthful, I would rather talk about the classical liberal tradition than about modern politics. But the purpose of this essay is to address the source of discord of the modern age. After the U.S. Revolution, the supporters of the monarchy sought to devise ways to undermine and destroy the American experiment in self-rule. The monarchy owed its power to its ability to divide and control the people. The new task was to find a formula that would allow the rulers to pit the people against each other. The first step was to create a new style of thinking. Some call the new style of discourse modern logic. Karl Marx used the term material dialectics. Perhaps the best term for the new mode of thought is simply new think. I will use a fancy $5 word for this new system. The term is partisan dialectics, which essentially means the endless partisan bickering that we see among partisan politicians and partisan pundits. I want to emphasize, the left and right came from the same source. Both sides of the split use the same partisan dialectics to divide the people. The two sides of the coin are made of the same metal. Conservatism has the same roots as progressivism. Conservatives simply mirror progressives in a never-ending culture war. Unfortunately, the middle position of the false dichotomy is as false as the extremes. Centrism is not the solution. The best path for people to defend the American system of self-rule is for people to call out the left-right split as a false dichotomy. To emphasize that this method of dividing and conquering the people is not new, the next essay will discuss feudalism. I hope you enjoy the series.